Made it in time. Wow, you sure <laughs> did. That, that was a race. Andy had to uh, come from another room in his house because I believe canonically we record the Tower Club episodes right here in your house. Uh-huh. Uh, he had to run from one room to the other to start the podcast and then to you know, be here in the room where yeah. we record the podcast. Got, got a bit of a wacky setup going on right now. <laughs> There's a certain reason for that, Andy. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're doing socially distanced recording mm-hmm. just full stop. I think we've done it for the last three or four episodes. Yeah. As listeners will, as listeners hear this will be, yeah, the last three or four, plus another one that we just recorded. Mm-hmm. Another two that we just recorded. <laughs> yeah, technically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Should we just reveal it right now? We Andy, teased it. Let's just reveal it. It's so fresh. It's in the air. We just had Crystal Quaid in we the sure studio, did. folks. Yep. I mean, she was in the Lurvy Lounge yeah. with us, but we packed back we came up, yeah. came to my house. Uh-huh. Uh, wow. It's wild that it happened, Dan. It is wild that it happened. I don't know uh, what exactly my expectations were, but I will say this ahead of the episode. You know what? Let's just call this the preheat, Andy. Sure. Yeah. For an episode that's going to come out in early 2021 mm-hmm. on January 5th. The day of me and my girlfriend's love blossoming. Just mentioned on the last episode, Andy. It it, she was she was fantastic. Yeah, just as chill as could be. Was was a good sport about every everything that went down here and had opinions, which Mm -hmm. is cool. She did. Yeah, it wasn't afraid to offer them up either. It kind of feels like a normal episode of the show. Truly does. Yeah, Yeah, much more (laughs) than I thought it would. Um, certainly normal in the effect in the, uh, sense that I was thoroughly embarrassed yeah. to, uh, oh. do what I did at the end, which I'm, I don't think I'm going to fully reveal that just yet. It was more embarrassing uh-huh. than normal for me. Yeah. Um, oh, I could tell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I mentioned it while we were recording. Uh-huh. Anyway, it's a good episode. I'm excited for people to hear it. And it's really cool that you came and, uh, did this. Let's just say it's up there with the time that I, performed a character in front of Andy's son and after we were through she said it's okay <laughs> <laughs> she, she had to let us know without us prompting that uh-huh. <laughs> what we had done was in fact yeah. fine no spoilers <laughs> uh with this but like dan did do a character in front of crystal quaid and it went about as well as you would expect oh, it, it went a little worse <laughs> than i would have actually expected but um yeah it was a good time i'm very very excited for listeners to uh hear that one and please if you're a member of the tower club we appreciate you very much don't leak this online you know as, as i know you're very excited and you want to just shout it from the rooftops that uh spring food mo got crystal quaid but for real, don't tell. This yeah. is a secret just for you. Yeah. Um, we're going to tell everybody else on January 1st. We're going to release the history of Pizza House. Mm-hmm. It's it's a 10-minute segment. It's one of the long ones. It's a really good one. I think it's maybe the second longest, maybe. That, I think that so. I, that Behind I Mexican uh, Villa, maybe. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not sure. Well, I have to go back and There's check. There's another one. Pretty, it's a long one. Th- like this year, that was really yeah. long. Yeah. It's a long one because the history is substantial. It's been around since 1958. It's been through a couple a couple owners, and the history is surprising. There yeah. was stuff that I learned that I'm pretty sure 
is not common knowledge. There's some stuff about the history of that restaurant that is not mentioned in any other article that I've ever read about it, Dan. Yeah. Uh, uh, it adds a nice extra layer of complexity to an already really cool Springfield yeah, institution. Yeah, it's great. Well, Ooh, I almost gave away I, my feelings I, about the restaurant. I mean, <laughs> you could have been saying uh, another word than lamented love. It? Yeah. <laughs> lamented it. <laughs> no, uh, it's, a, it's a good episode. So it's a great restaurant. Really excited to, yeah. to talk about it. We're going to be crossing off a lot of the big ones in 2021. We sure are, folks. We, we're getting them out of the way. Yeah. And then beyond that, it's all <laughs> crap. <laughs> Andy, speaking of great restaurants... Mm. How what did I know what we did last week? What did we do two weeks ago? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. Asia Express yeah, with, with the Kelsey. wonderful Kelsey Besmith, uh, aka what? Piano Hands. <laughs> That's not her name. That's not her. <laughs> That's last how name. I referred to her on the show, and it is now her Twitter uh, like byline. Oh, is it <laughs> her, 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 her uh, Kelsey Besmith? And, and I I really appreciated that. That's that, great. That made me all warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> what a fantastic episode that was, Andy, featuring quite possibly, I mean, definitely my favorite character that you've ever done. Yeah, but I would say top three characters in uh, the top two for me. I, I think you're second right behind just one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is your favorite of yours? I don't know. Yeah. I, did, uh, I don't know. I really, top three. Definitely. I really like doing Paul Stanley a lot and Paul those bits great. are fun to write mm -hmm. and like the Paul Stanley bits have more than one joke, uh -huh. uh, <laughs> but boy, that one joke. Okay. I will talk about Randolph, the corn nose snow boy, <laughs> corn nose snow uh -huh. boy. So uh, I'm teaching online right now, and every Friday I do what's called Free Name Friday. And anyone who's friends on Facebook with, with me, friends with me on Facebook, rather, is familiar with Free Name Friday because what happens is I will allow my students to change their names on Zoom to anything they want for the first 10 minutes of school on Friday, and I will call them by that name, <laughs> unless it's inappropriate. And sure. they love talking about poop. Oh, yeah. The reason they love doing that is because the first time one of them did it, I said it, and then I realized... Mm. I cannot do this. Yeah. Um, and not because I I think it's okay. Whatever. You can like have boundaries that are, are different depending on the situation that sure. you're in, you know? It's okay. And um I decided cannot make a habit of this. <laughs> and now they just do it all the time. <laughs> so they just try anyway. and get ones that you won't say? Uh there's a there's a fair amount of that. <laughs> yeah. Like one of the best one the best one, man. I've got a kid I've got several kids in this class who are really smart. Uh one of them changed their name to I'm the real Mr. Carr, and <laughs> he, uh, they, uh, yeah, it's it's a boy, whatever. He ca the real was capitalized, and he screen capped my face and made it his avatar. Oh my so goodness, good. that is just just brilliant. Third, so good, third grade. That that's yeah. fantastic, yeah. Andy. And several other several other kids changed it to like, no, I'm Mr. Carr. No, <laughs> I am. And the best one, I'm Mr. Poop. <laughs> 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 that's good that's good. anyway i respect these kids i changed my name too mm -hmm. and for whatever reason my name that week this is two days before the uh episode i changed my name to randolph the corn nose snowboy mm -hmm. in the zoom it's like what what could i possibly do with this yeah. on the show because it's dan simber and you had kind of tried to pit me into doing you hadn't really <laughs> done that but like you know, you did say if you want to do some characters. Sure. Uh, it's mostly just I don't want to do them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Simber is 
more work for, for me. Yeah, it's vacation <laughs> for me. It's Camp Semper, baby. <laughs> so what, what other way would it be? Quote, unquote, work. Uh-huh. I mean, I think I spent 30 minutes before uh, on Saturday coming up with the different songs. <laughs> and two of the songs that I did were not written down. I just did them in the moment. Well, this Dan Simber has definitely proven to be more work for you. I'm sure that <laughs> the last episode oh. uh, w- was not... Uh, a great edit, not not because no. of our, our guests or anything, but it you know it was, it was there was a lot of moving pieces. There. Yeah, um, I I've been editing a lot less, but I did edit that one pretty tight mm-hmm. compared to previous episodes. And by the way, I don't know how it happened, but that episode got misuploaded. Like the file was. It was two minutes long or something. Well, I noticed that. I noticed that it said two minutes before I hit download, and then it switched. So I, I'm yeah. assuming that you had just already I fixed uh, it. Switched that out. I woke up at four thirty last night. Um, well, this morning, as you do every Tuesday morning. No, in anticipation for the show dropping. No, I got up and you know just use the restroom and check my phone. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I felt compelled to check the podcast. I think I was real. Actually, I was really excited about that day's dope because sure. I knew what was going to be on it. And um. Notice that our episode was two minutes long, <laughs> and I freaked out. Did you listen to what the two minutes was? Uh, no, I didn't oh. actually. Um, you know what? Think about it. I bet I, I bet I, I bet I know what it was. It was probably the bio segment. Oh, sure. I'll, I'll use that okay. as, as a placeholder. Yeah, but I am ninety nine percent sure that I saved it. I, I know that I up anyway. I, I worked for you know ten. 10 hours yeah. on Sunday on the show. And I know that I hit save because I celebrated when it was done. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe I, maybe I didn't hit it all the way on accident or maybe eh, whatever. I think what happened was that the history segment was the episode, but I fixed it by like four thirty. I think there were, there were 40 downloads, which sure. is a, it's a pretty low percentage of the total normally, Dan, not to on the main feed. So probably 40 people or something. Uh, who who download who auto downloaded the episode at midnight got the history segment but then it updated after that so sorry well, about let that, us know if, that if was it, you if it was in fact the history <laughs> segment or if it was just some uh, spooky ghost audio that got uploaded from your yeah. computer which is quite possibly haunted Andy anyway we just burned a bunch of time we so sure now I'm did. glad it happened that's less we have to say tonight <laughs> what's going on with you oh not much I mean. Uh yeah, I've, I've been here all dang evening, or or hanging out with you, uh, just anticipating our big record today. Uh, been anticipating it for a couple days. Uh, it's it's been a kind of a weird, wacky week as far as uh, uh, different people contracting that uh disease that's in the air, and and uh, it 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 it's you know, as the counting crows said, yeah. It's a long December. It's it's a it's it's not a it's not yeah. cracking out to be a whole lot better than the rest of the year. To, to be fully honest with you, but boy, have I been proud of the Dan Simber output. Yeah. Got that been fun, wonderful episode that we alluded to with the amazing Kelsey, fantastic guest. Also got Shay and Jake on the last episode. Shay, of course, refusing to rate. <laughs> I mean, she's she refused to talk about one of the pizzas. And then if you listen to the episode, she doesn't actually rate the restaurant. Yeah, I got she the r- feeling she didn't care for it. And uh, she rated it Springfield snow yeah. out of 12 snowflakes. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything you need to get off your chest here, Andy, while, while we're I don't, on the subject? I don't love didn't love Lucas. 
<laughs> didn't love it. Thought it was fine. What did I give it? Like three point five. Sure. That's a fair rating. I think you like, were fairly diplomatic. I think you made it pretty clear that uh, you were impressed Dan. with a lot of it. I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of on Jake's side as as far as an affinity for Steely Dan, uh, but. I, I think just hearing your description of the wings uh, in in saying uh, they, they were juicy, they were tasty, just would have liked to have a good sauce on them. Yeah. But you made it seem as if as if you no, really loved it. Uh, I, without, I didn't, uh, no, I did like the sure. wings. It's just the sauce was not had no heat and no Korean flavor whatsoever. Yeah. None. I get that. It was just saucy sauce and that was it. Uh, I didn't hate the didn't didn't hate the place. Didn't even dislike it. It wasn't like a passionate fury like I've had for some other places. You know, I'm hard to please with pizza. It's just sure. the truth. I, not to spoil anything, but you know, the the one pizza place I've loved that we tried for the show so far mm-hmm. uh, as is gone. It's gone. It's gone. So, R.I.P. Um, my phone is blowing up right now, wow. and I know why. It's because um, <laughs> one of my cousins is having a biological sex reveal party for their oh, child cool uh, <laughs> anyway and they're having trouble getting into the zoom meeting <laughs> i probably should be doing that uh, I, pr- I probably should be i'm actually i would love to be in it mm-hmm. but uh, i didn't know what was happening until mm, two hours ago sure and we had three episodes to record we tonight, sure Dan. did we we stacked them back to back to back we're gonna do another double header yeah. this next week we're uh, which i'm also super excited for vacation we sure are it's gonna be quite the vacation yeah. i think it, it's gonna be not dissimilar to last january and what was going on dan um i, I i'm not gonna know what to do oh I, me neither i took those four weeks off uh six weeks off earlier in this year to recover from surgery mm-hmm. i have worked full time with maybe you know i've had maybe uh four or five days off here and there sure. i've worked full time since march um, sort of. Eh, you know what? This isn't even true. I'm gonna do fine. Everything I said isn't true. Get I technically worked full time, Andy. I would. I would. Damn, but uh-huh. you can't find them. Hey. Um, I've also already have a switch. Oh, too, I mean, so. we're we're talking different baseball games, anyway, Andy. These are these are different beasts. It will be a long stretch with no work whatsoever. You know, in the spring, I had like three hours of work a day, and then mm. I worked on the album. You know, throughout the spring, and I just got nothing. I got nothing planned. And I, I don't really know what to do. I had a trip, canceled it, canceled a trip to California, you know. Sure. Uh, to not make my elderly grandparents sick. Rightfully so. Um, not too thrilled about that. Yeah. Uh, bought the bought the plane tickets, Dan, and on the side it said, uh, basically, it, it strongly implied that your your tickets were safe. Mm. You get a refund if sure. you have to cancel. No, nah, they're not doing that. Nah. Gave me some credit. Gave me some American oh, Airlines good. credit. But... Uh, yeah, I was deceived on that front. Did anyway, you use that then. at the airport Chili's? Because <laughs> we, we could make a trip right now and get some content banged out. Is there one at our in our airport? I think it's a McAllister's. Um, I you know, there's a couple things at the Kansas City airport. I I don't know. I yeah. I haven't been to ours oh. in a long long time. There's several options at Kansas City. Yeah. There's the famously a Burger King there. Yep, I had a Whopper there. Uh, walked by a Pizza Hut there. All just incredible choices. Andy, what did you think of those playlists last week? Did you have fun with that? I did. I mean, yeah, I love the playlist. I think both episodes. the bars were pretty hastily put together, probably yeah. much more so than any of the other years. I was going to say that. I just don't have. T- I just didn't have time to put the thought into it. I, get I, it. I love all the songs mm-hmm. that I picked. I really do. Um, but it was not like a heartfelt, emotional thing, yeah. which is how I prefer it to be. Yeah. I just didn't have. I didn't have the time. Mine ended up being a little uh, heartfelt on on a couple of the picks, but. 
Yeah, just uh, I, I, I love doing those episodes. Truly, yeah. if uh, if we had the audience for it, I, I would release one every week on the bonus feed. Uh, so bonus feed listeners, if you want to pay an extra 20 to $25 a month for that content, Andy will uh, put it all together. <laughs> Andy huh? and I will curate playlists for you every week. Oh, we <laughs> if people wanted that, Dan. Uh-huh. Uh, I imagine if anybody asked us, yeah. we would probably be we like, yeah, 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 anyway. yeah. <laughs> please, please, please. Day of the week. here, can I please give you music to listen yeah. to? Yeah, if you're a Tower Club Love listener and, and, you, and you want want uh, music recommendations from Andy or I, uh, Twitter, just yeah. hit us up on Twitter. Absolutely. At Danny Tonza. And Driveway Fried. Wow. Like some eggs. Great screen names. Outside. Got some good tweet engagement today, Andy. Did you? Yeah. Tell me about that. I replied to somebody talking about how uh, the homeless people don't deserve tents and stuff and uh turns out that uh calling people big brain dummies uh on the internet gets <laughs> gets higher engagement than my uh uh tweets that are uh more like Wong Kar who because I don't know the guy that one didn't get a single like uh, and probably rightfully so it's disrespectful to I it got, uh, I gotta set up a notification <laughs> for you because I'm missing this put those bells on Andy put the bells on I love to see a like come through from driveway fried yeah I had a fun time with that last episode love that Jake came in oh. with a prepared bit yeah that uh, before the show recorded, uh, <laughs> maybe seemed like it was going to be more trouble than it was yeah. worth. But then once the bit actually started, absolutely the best part of that episode. <laughs> just, just. I mean, <laughs> listeners did not. They're not privy to how much effort he put into hiding that yeah, from me. <laughs> truly. <laughs> um, he was like, uh, so what like what? How do you want these MP3s encoded? Do you uh-huh. want them at like 256 or 320? Like he was asking me all these uh-huh. questions as if he cared. Yeah. As if it, any of it mattered. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, he and I like sat together on Friday night and talked for three and a half, four hours. And he did not betray one bit. He really made it seem like he just wanted them to be a bit of a surprise. And, it, you know, truly he tried to even add an extra layer to it. He was trying to get me to, as my last song, play another Dogs Barking yeah. Carols. But the video that he sent me that I tried to download hastily right before we mm-hmm. recorded was no longer available oh. on YouTube. And I didn't know the extent of his bit, so I didn't want to, like, try and find another funny Christmas song. So it, it, uh, but it really it, it came out so well. You, How much did you know going in? Did you know about the dogs? Or did he just say, Can I knew you play about this? the dogs because he sent me a video of dogs barking, but I didn't <laughs> know that all of his picks were going to be the dogs barking. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. And whenever he gets to his third pick and he says, this one's kind of somber before playing it. That's one of my favorite moments of the show ever. I really, really love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny real, guy. Jake. Real good. And, and uh, just a, a Springfield luminary. Like uh, the, the guys. Yeah. Get your mouth on that sausage. He talked a little bit more in this episode than, than he did in the previous episodes. Uh-huh. But like it, it, he he more than holds up his end of a conversation in real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I talk mm-hmm. and he talks more than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's our first guest. Yeah. Know? Been been with us since the very beginning. Yeah. Just, I'm I'm loving Dan Simber. Yeah. We only got one more fan Simber proper episode. I, I just want to say that I say that like Jake is 
my best friend in Springfield. <laughs> like I love Jake oh, yeah. so much. Uh, I'm saying that uh, when he's on mic, it doesn't give you his full personality, sure. which is very talkative. Like yeah. I love to listen to him talk. Jake could definitely host his own podcast yeah. about all sorts of oh, niche things that so, would so many things. Uh, be so insanely popular mm-hmm. were he to yeah he, he has like history of going viral doesn't he yeah oh yeah he, he was a he was a viral uh, uh superstar well, there for a minute yeah i don't want to i don't know how public he is is about that because sure. it was a long time ago that he was like internet famous for something <laughs> it's wild yeah he's the don't tase me bro guy. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah, I loved it. It's like it's a great time. Just like hanging out. I'm glad we had this setup in here now. What would you say? I, don't, I think we're probably like my head is probably 12 mm-hmm. feet from your head. If I had to had to guess. Yeah, we're, we're basically like a full room's length apart and, mm-hmm. and we got enough space in here to maybe do that with four people uh, on the last episode. Shay and I just sat right next to each other because we, of course, live in the same house yep. and breathe the same air a lot of the times and i figured that is what we will do for the guests on our next episode as well absolutely it's another another venture into cohabit timber wow (laughs) and and we're venturing back into preheat territory Uh andy Uh oh do you have anything to say yet about the food for next week (laughs) no yeah i haven't tried it yet um i did go there hmm wow i went there one point this year and i don't remember when it was huh interesting <laughs> no it's not it interesting. interesting it's really boring <laughs> uh i just had this uh, i had this thing oh oh wait, that's right so um dan i went on a bunch of dates this year cool and they now that i like met met my person mm-hmm. I, the, all the other ones blend together sure. and like i i don't know like what i did with whom now i i don't know and i was trying to remember who i went to, to this pl- the restaurant with mm-hmm. like i remember it specifically and it being like awkward in some way but I don't know. It's just been you and I. No, it wasn't. We we haven't been there together. <laughs> no, I've never we? had it. Um, well, that's not true. I had it with you one time actually, but really, yeah. And uh, we were judging a uh, oh, food the, contest. I think we we tried a little of their offerings. Oh, that's right. Okay. Still not to spoil what the. Uh, I was just talking to Jake. Like I sat in in this room and watched a specific. Like I watched. A movie with a person this summer. Uh-huh. I have no idea who that, which person I watched which movie with. It's really strange. That uh, that is strange. I mean, I just as somebody who's uh, been, as the kids say, booed up, yeah, uh, for a minute now, about almost seven years. Uh, my girlfriend and I will still argue about whether we've watched things together, like uh-huh. specifically movies. She'll bring up a movie. And I'll say, I have never seen that in my entire life. And she will swear up and down that we watched it together. And it, it, it makes no sense to me. What she'll hit me with a lot of the times is, why would I have watched X without you? As if she's beneath whatever we're talking about. And uh, she would only stoop that low if uh, if my uh, it, it came from my dummy mouth, uh, <laughs> which is true. She is a uh, very cultured and uh smart and has a keen sense for what's good and bad and uh uh whenever i try and show her uhf (laughs) it doesn't always (laughs) go over well turns out that movie's bad yeah i mean it's good yeah i mean except except the racist parts uh which is the case with a lot of comedies from those eras did you know that that weird al is like hardcore church of christ oh i had no clue which is 
The denomination that doesn't believe in instruments. <laughs> in church. In what? church. Well, okay. Yeah. I, mean. um, I, I used to work at this at Leslie's Swimming Pool Supplies. Yeah. And I had this boss, Dan. Now, this was in high school when sure. I was in a Christian rock band. I had this boss who who was strongly opposed to me being in a Christian rock band. Wow. Because he was he was hardcore Church of Christ. And I would ask him for time off to play shows, and he would like lecture me about it, which is like very illegal <laughs> for a superior out of your work to do. So if you had been in a non-Christian rock band, he wouldn't have taken as much yep. offense to uh-huh. that. If I'd you had been in like time of partying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. It, it, it's, I don't know. Cognitive dissonance everybody uses uh-huh. that I certainly do every single day. As do you uh, and everyone, but uh, it's it's incredible. Like this dude's wife worked at a payday loan place. Oh wow! Next door. Yeah, famously good. And yet, uh, business. He he would lecture me about playing Christian rock music. You know, it's it, it the different strokes for different folks, as they say. And I hear everything else that guy did was pretty cool as well. Yeah, I think we've mentioned him on the show Have before. We? Yeah, I had three or four bosses <laughs> there, and they all sound awesome. Mm-hmm. Andy, what else we got to talk about on this thing? I don't know, I, man. You know, we're we're, we're kind of running out of stuff. We didn't eat anyway. Yeah, we're running out for of things this week. To talk yeah, about. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna crash and burn this one. Nobody's gonna get their uh, money's worth. We went over all the other episodes. Mm-hmm. We did the preheat. We 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 discussed Crystal Quaid. Yeah, being in the Lurvy Lounge. I think it's time that we go ahead and crack open the what we're eating with our eyes and ears, Andy. All right. And it's the end of the year. So you what know? we've been eating with our eyes and ears all year is what I had geared up. Yeah, that sounds great. We discussed <laughs> it earlier today. My initial response was, I don't think I have time to do it. And then I realized I worked from home today. Sure. And... uh I think we're okay. <laughs> An error came up on the on the screen. I think it's all right. It's no big deal. Your computer has detected a potential problem. <laughs> it's, it's very ominous. Well, I looked down and saw I had an email, Dan, and the email says um, <laughs> World War II propaganda posters, and like I don't I don't know what this is. What? I, I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, speaking of emails, uh, by the way, to our Tower Club listeners, if you are tuning in to hear the wonderful Todd Glass cameo. Me and Andy have actually decided that we're going to go ahead and just play that on the uh, Food Mails Festival of Food Mail. Is yeah. that what, what that's called? Yep. The, the last episode of the year, yeah. the No Restaurant episode. We're going to drop the full seven minutes of that into there. Andy still hasn't even heard it. There's all sorts of gems in there, and I'm really excited for it. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. we need questions. Yes. Oh, uh, We need questions for that episode. You Please. can call 501 Oats. Please. Like Especially to our Tower Club listeners. Not the Warren. 4017. Mm-hmm. 417-501-OATS <laughs> uh-huh. uh, if you have questions. Or I'm probably going to put uh, a thing up on it, a poll up on Instagram. Yep. Instagram. Or Facebook. Hit me up on or hit whoever runs the Twitter up. <laughs> <laughs> hit whoever posts sporadically on the Twitter up uh, with any questions and they will log yeah. them away and get them to me and Andy. Uh, would love some fresh questions this year. Uh, mostly because I don't want to have to come up with anything to do on yeah. that episode. Yeah, we're gonna do. We're gonna have done five episodes, uh-huh. six, yeah, in like eight days or something like that. Something insane. Yeah, just so we can take a little. We time did our off. shortest episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> Look, 
we're counting it. We were going to do that anyway, but we're counting it as 131 uh-huh. so we can have 132 be Crystal yeah. Clay, the rep from, from 132, uh, yeah. which is something that she pointed out during the episode. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, when that, I said that it was, was 131 all out, <laughs> on air. Uh, boy. Man, I'm really excited for people to hear that. But what I'm even more excited for them to hear, frankly, I don't care if they ever hear us talk to the most high-profile guests that we've ever had mm-hmm. on the show about one of the, you know, more good Springfield restaurants. I don't care if they ever hear that. We can trash that episode. One of the more Just release good. this. Hmm, if only there was a word specifically to say just that. Uh, better? Perhaps one of the better. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) One of the more better uh, (laughs) episodes that we've ever, you know, uh, put out there. Andy. Yep. What I'm really excited for the people to hear right now is the what we've been eating with our eyes and ears of 2020 definitive picks. Where are we going to start? I think I want to drop some music into this too. Sure. Just we'll we'll just do one song each from our maybe two songs each one from our favorite album and then we'll just drop our favorite song. Oh, wow. That sounds great. Yeah. Uh, so where are we going to start, Dan? We want to do movies, TV, or music first? Let, let's do movies and TV first. We'll close it out with the music. Okay, sounds good. What's your favorite movie of the year, Dan? Oh, Andy, this one, uh, I had to do a little research on my Letterboxd, which I haven't even been that good at keeping up on, especially for the last few months. I was looking today, Andy. I did not see a single feature film that came out in really? the year 2020. Wow. Which is something I said I wasn't going to say. 2020. Mm. 2020. I'm a hypocrite, Andy. <laughs> uh, it, that's not quite true. I did see Kamasi Washington live at the Apollo, a little concert film. Barely counts. Uh, not even really too much documentary footage in there beyond just them playing, but still wonderful. Also watched the documentary Disclosure on mm. Netflix with Netflix, which I liked a lot. That counts, dude. Um, well, I guess then <laughs> Disclosure was the best documentary, the best film I saw all year. I think I probably liked it a little more than the Kamasi Washington concert film. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, uh, best film I watched this year was Parasite because I saw oh. it after it won the Oscar and hit Hulu and everything. And uh, although I have not seen it yet, uh, I would say if I do see it before the year actually ends, uh, The Sound of Metal on Amazon will probably be my favorite film oh, of the year. Because I watched it. It's just right up my alley. Dude, it's not what you think it's going to be. I'll tell you sure. that just straight ahead. Mm-hmm. It's not a music movie. Oh, okay. Um, it's, it's a movie about deafness. Sure. And it is wonderful it's so good it looks awesome I'm, yeah. I'm a big fan of riz ahmed and uh yeah i i will probably catch that before 2021 hits so let's just go ahead and call the sound of metal my favorite film of the year <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, you andy i think that one would make my top 10 i probably have only seen 20 like 20 is low oh it's low, low for, for me i usually get like 60 the, the numbers have dwindled each year mm-hmm. you know i used to get to about 100 for for each year and just as I've gotten older, the number has gone down because sure. I don't have as much time. But this year, obviously, no going to movies. And when I'm at home, I, Dan, when I'm at home, I feel like I have to be doing stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I, I sometimes like frame that as an illness, and that's not it. It's not like that. It's not a sickness. But like, I just have to be productive. I have know? a very hard time watching a movie alone at home. I'll, I'll usually only make it through like a third or half yeah. before I end up getting up and doing something. I I need it to be a project. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I listen to that podcast blank check sure. about movies. 
Uh, so I, I will watch the, you know, I've been watching the Robert Zemeckis movies for that one, though, once we got into the mocap uh, section of the filmography. Didn't check out Beowulf? No, I didn't. No, that's the one that they really liked. It kind of made me want <laughs> really? to watch it. But yeah. Oh, man, I, I would like to listen to that yeah. and maybe give it a rewatch. Uh, I'm watching the Alien movies. Yeah. Um, I'm in the middle of Alien Covenant right now. Yeah. What a steep drop-off from Prometheus, which I mean, Prometheus is not even that good. I haven't seen Alien, Kevin, and um, I have mixed feelings about Prometheus yeah, as a lot of people My feelings are mixed. Sure. It's beautiful yeah. looking yeah. and sounding. And then Alien Covenant is not beautiful looking or sounding, despite the fact that it has the same director yeah. and uh, still stars Mike, Michael Fassbender, mm-hmm. who seems to have aged about 15 years in the small span of time between those two movies. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, yeah, he looks weathered. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, my favorite movie of 2020, Dan, easily. There's not even any contest. This movie, First Cow. Have I talked about it on the show before or not? You actually have not talked about okay. it on the show. I don't know anything about this movie beyond the like yeah. silent trailer that I've seen play mm-hmm. on Twitter. No, from, not silent because the trailer's silent, just I didn't turn the sound on. Yeah, it's from direct director named uh, Kelly Reichardt. I love her movies. Uh, she has made... Most of them are set in the Northwest, as this movie is. And her movies are usually very quiet and very sad. Uh, and she, like, you know, explores themes of loneliness and uh, not, not exactly depression, but mostly just loneliness and sadness, but sure. in, a, in a really empathetic, warm way. And this movie is still really empathetic and warm, but it's not sad. It's about how two people escape being sad, really. It's just these two men in the 1820s in Oregon, sort of in the frontier, and they just become very close friends. And they become friends over making and selling biscuits, Dan. Oh, and like okay. they, there's this. The movie's pretty much unspoilable, but they they go and steal milk from the one cow uh, in the in the region that a rich guy owns. Mm. They steal milk and make biscuits and sell them in this frontier mm. town. And that is that the sounds movie. Sounds nice. And it has music by uh, William Tyler. The he does like a lot of instrumental guitar. Oh. Um, you know, his, his music's really pretty and stuff I'll put on the background if I'm in that kind of mood or whatever. Sure. Uh, it, this movie just knocked me out. It's so quiet. It's so calm. It's very gentle, you know, and it's just a movie about kindness and, you know, treating your friends and other people in your life with kindness and just this kind of quiet celebration of friendship, as uh, cheesy as that sounds. And I just loved it, Dan. I really loved it. It's on Hulu. That sounds great. I've heard now. a lot of people say it's their favorite movie yep. of the year. It's um, great. Not even just at the end of the year. I've heard people kind of since it came out, uh, you know, trumpeting it. Um, but I I've, have never heard any kind of description of the movie. That does uh, make it sound pretty I had nice. You know, going back to Sound of Metal, I really expected that to be my favorite movie of the year. Sure. Because, you know, I am a person who has severe hearing loss mm-hmm. and I love music. And I also love Riz Ahmed. And I was like, if any movie's going to dethrone First Cow, it'll be Sound of Metal. It didn't. Uh, hmm. so, uh, great movie. First Cow, number one, easy. It, it might wow. even, I can't remember what my number one of 2019 was, but there's a good chance it would have been. My, yeah, I think I like it better than Her Smell, which was my number one of 2019. Oh, really? Yeah, it's awesome. First Cow with a bullet at number one for Andy Carr. Andy- no bullet in that cow. <laughs> was the last movie you saw in a theater, Tenet? Tenet. Last movie I saw in a theater was Life Aquatic at a very oh yeah nice socially distanced uh, moxie screening there. Before that, Andy, so Life Aquatic, can, can you guess what the last actual yeah, Avengers Endgame? No, no, oh no, the, because we it we did not exactly a feature release, but the last 
current film uh-huh. to air in theaters that I saw in a movie theater. Not it wasn't Avengers that you saw on since Endgame. So yeah, since Endgame. Okay. So I, I of course earlier this year uh, saw a little after Oscar screening of a uh, parasite. Um, yeah. No, no uncut gems. I saw parasite oh, on. I uh, was with you for uncut gems. Yes, yeah, we right. saw uncut gems together, but that was after it was originally released. So I'm not yeah. even counting that as a current film. You and Blake and me saw Drop Dead Fred with my lovely girlfriend, one of her favorite huh. uh, comedies from her childhood. Saw The Last Waltz with you. Right. Of course. We saw one you're other. A, you're a codependent movie watcher. Uh-huh. I really am. Yeah. yeah. I've only been to a few movies alone in my life. One was Nacho Libre. Hmm. The other was, was like an 11 a.m. showing. The other was uh, American Gangster. I saw huh. alone for some reason. I definitely saw that movie yeah. alone also. And then years and years later, I went and saw This Is 40 and then snuck into Django Unchained afterwards. One of my only movie sneaking experiences was far too old to be doing it in my 20s. Oh, damn. Definitely should not have done it. I did it in college. Oh, I, I didn't have the money to see both of them. So, yeah. you know, and I just happened to whenever I went into the Django Unchained screening, I happened to find a couple of my friends that I went to high school with sat right next to him. And then when the ticket terror did come up to me to ask if I had a ticket for that screening of Django Unchained, he, of course, saw that I was with my buds. Yeah. So whenever I was like, I'm sorry, I lost my ticket. They were <laughs> like, no, he's good. He came in with us. <laughs> Saved my little butt there. Because wow. I would have been ejected from the movie theater uh-huh. that I used to work uh-huh. at. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a lot. That was a long night of movies. That was like almost so seven hours worth of movies. Let's get movie. into this. Uh-huh. Dan, I used to do this fairly often. Sure. And I feel a fair amount of guilt about it now because I, I, don't, I don't pirate stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I pay for everything. It's really important to me for pay, pay, to, you know, to pay people for the things that they create. Mm-hmm. It really is. Uh, but man, when I didn't have money and uh, it was either sneak in or not see the movie, I would absolutely sneak into yeah. a movie. I don't know how many times I did it. Probably ten or so. And I had whole systems like you oh, had yeah, to check the times and everything. Hollywood theater. If you could find showtimes and matched up there, nothing. They had nobody working there. Oh, they yeah, had one long hallway. You know, the, it was no problem at all. Would not, not, didn't do it a single time with the Moxie. Wouldn't dream of it. Oh, absolutely not. Also, you couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> There's no, no way. Uh-huh. <laughs> Campbell 16, a uh-huh. little tougher because they had the two separate hallways. Yep. You know, now you can't. It, Alamo's made it impossible to sneak. Yes. Yeah. They'll trap uh, you. Which there. is great. Um, you had to time it out. And also, you had to go only during the day because then they would take the tickets at the door when you walked in. If you went any time after like 5 p.m. or something, they would have um, ticket takers on each side. So we had to either pick a movie on one side sure. and just hope that your showtimes lined up. Uh-huh. Sometimes they would have like a movie playing on three screens and you wouldn't know which time was for which screen. Anyway, you really had to plan this stuff out. And uh, I certainly did. <laughs> I, I never caught anybody sneaking whenever yeah. I worked at the movie oh. theater. It didn't work there very long. Yeah. Uh, employees don't care like that that's part of it i was really confused as to why i was being confronted for this like 
absolutely not even near packed yeah. screening of Django Unchained. I mean, it was probably on screen nine, one of the smaller screens, like mm-hmm. must have been four weeks after it I came mean, out. Somebody probably just watched you do it. Oh, that's absolutely probably what they did. And I, I just hope it was a manager who then confronted an employee rather than an employee just going out of their way to stop little yeah. old Dan, because uh, that would make you a big nerd. Yeah. Like I said, I feel a little guilty about mm. it right now. And I don't know. I hadn't fully developed my set of ethics yet. You know? Sure. Uh, you know. Not I, an excuse. I, you need... <laughs> it's a little easier to have a strong moral code about stuff like that whenever you have the means to enjoy things. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, I gave that up yeah. before I had the money to do whatever I sure. wanted. Not to say I have a ton of money or anything, but like I choose to spend it on watching movies. Yeah. You know, and then Movie Pass came along, and that was our own way of stealing from yep. the theaters, or yep. stealing from Movie Pass well, at least. No, the theaters say, got paid. Oh boy, <laughs> Dan, you know the lengths I would go to oh, do that. I do, man. Yeah. That was that was quite the summer. I mm-hmm. wish I would have gotten best. in on that train, but it, <laughs> oh, I, I would. I was going to the Alamo like three or four times a week, yeah. not always to see a movie, but I would go after school check into one movie, mm-hmm. buy an advance ticket to another movie yep. coming out in like a month. Yeah. It was the glory days. My my pass. I don't know if you can stand up and see it. It is right there on oh, top of that speaker. Oh, it's on your speaker there. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna, get it, yeah, I'm gonna you get, it get the movie yeah. pass. I saw on Twitter, Dibby Adichawebe got 25 of his friends' movie pass baseball caps, Whoa. which you can apparently buy online. That so rules. I, maybe I shouldn't have revealed that. I probably could have gotten it for uh, you for oh, Christmas. Well. Uh, but you still haven't guessed the last movie that I saw in a movie theater that was currently playing, and I saw it with you, Andy. What was it? Yeah, October twenty fourth, twenty nineteen. One night only. Kanye West, <laughs> Jesus is King. <laughs> One of the worst things I've ever it was seen. So bad in a movie theater, just horrible. Uh, even as somebody who really went in with an open Kanye West mind and likes Kanye West and was ready to see an art film. Uh, just awful. R- really, yeah. really bad. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm glad that nobody can really see that now. <laughs> it was crazy to walk into that IMAX screening and uh-huh. see n- no like what it was. It, we probably knew half the people there or something. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Springfield's biggest hype beast. Yeah. <laughs> and I walked in and thought I was going to get a standing ovation. And I was like, I'll look at all these nerds or something like that really loud. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. It was yeah. stupid. Yeah. And I realized that, oh, I'm like 10 years older than everyone <laughs> you here. You really were. That's, I that was, was part five of it. years older than everyone there. <laughs> and I'm young. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that was the last currently running movie I saw in a movie wow. theater. And boy, <laughs> am I Number glad one. It's 2019. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was my number one of 2019. All right. So that's. 20 minutes on movies oh, and we boy. did one movie each. <laughs> How about TV, Andy? Mm. Watched I, a lot more current TV than I did movies. I watched way less TV. I was home more than ever and watched way less TV mm-hmm. than I ever had, Dan. Put a lot into this show. Um, put a lot into music this year. But I, I most most of the TV that I watched was like just for fun. Like sure. I was just I've just not been in the mood for anything real heavy, obviously, this yeah. year. Like who is? Uh, tie between the Mandalorian. Love it, Dan. Sure. Really can't get enough. I've heard I'm, it's getting pretty good in the second it's season. It's so good. You know, they announced all, they announced two spinoffs and a bunch of other Star Wars shows mm-hmm. coming out. I want Star Wars every week. Give me 30, <laughs> 40 minutes in that universe every week. I'll be a happy, happy guy, Dan. Sure. All right. And I, I love talking to my brother about it. You know, it, there's not a lot of pop cultural overlap with my with my brother and me. And 
you know, we text about we text about Mando. You can get around the old text water Mando. cooler to talk about Mando. Yeah, it's good. I used to talk with uh, uh, one of my old bluegrass buddies about his Mando. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Bluegrass people love yeah. calling mandolins mandos. Oh boy, do mandos they? and dobros. Other the the uh, my other favorite show Please. this year also in season two. What we do in the shadows, Dan? Oh, I I've only it, watched the pilot episode of that. It's I hear so it's fantastic. Good. It's so good. And I think Tom Sharpling writes for it. it sure and does. He's one of my new absolute favorites, and it's it's really yeah. funny and inventive. Nothing heavy about it at all. It's just pure laughs. There's some good character stuff in there. It's right up my alley. Nice. Uh, it's it's a great show. Did Righteous Gemstones come out this year? Because I don't know. It, it would did totally it? throw my list off if it did come out yeah, in 2020. Yeah, we're going to have to find out. I have no clue. If it, in fact, did, that's my number one by far. Just one of the funniest TV series. 2019. Okay, good. Yeah. Um. Then for me, I, I really enjoyed watching Devs for the show. Oh, yeah. Really enjoyed the season of Fargo. I've heard other people with your same take on it that uh, they they watched the whole thing and they didn't watched, like it. Watched episode two, Dan. Feels like being in a museum for a type of art I don't know anything about. Oh, uh, I love it. Just I not love that into it. it. I can't like every episode of this season of Fargo. I wanted to go back and rewatch. I, ju- I just I really, really enjoyed huh. this season a whole lot. I it, maybe it's just the the cast. I don't know. Also enjoyed Mrs. America. Enjoyed I May Destroy You a whole lot. I never finished it. Bojack Horseman ended this. Oh, I, that's right. Yeah. Bojack Horseman, of course. I'm not going to exactly count it because I don't know that the final stanza of the show is like my favorite. I don't, yeah. I don't think it dropped the ball or anything, but I, I, I thought it was just wish it was still running. Ending. Really? I mean, it, the, the final scene is perfect. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, really it's one of the best endings. Yeah. Uh, great show. High Fidelity also came oh, out this year. I guess I did watch a lot of TV. No, I, well, I had to look at a lot of different yeah. best of 2020 lists to even figure out. Um, I I think I May Destroy You kind of does not stick the landing. I don't. Mm. I, I there's some things I have problems with in the very end. Uh, probably Where she number she, one? she doesn't destroy you. I do not get destroyed yeah. by the end mm. of it. And that's just like I, I really had my fingers crossed because uh-huh. I think we had like a big episode planned that yeah. week or something. I was just like, please just destroy me. So I don't <laughs> have to do this crap. Uh, favorite of the year has got to be 90 day fiance and pin 15. <laughs> just, uh, I mean, pin 15 is, is just such good. Wholesome. I love what I want. I need to love finish that show. It. That show's right up my alley. And the second season's uh, a little shorter. I don't know if it was interrupted by COVID or what. I think it's only like seven episodes. Hmm. Um, and it's fantastic. The second season, I think, builds on the first season and almost ev- in every way they they add some elements there including a uh, a new friend uh, they they add a girl to make it a trio and oh. she is actually of the 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 like seventh grade age right. and she's like the bad influence friend <laughs> and she's she's the moneyed bad influence friend and i i connected a lot with it uh not that i was moneyed and a bad influence uh, but boy, a really great season yeah. of TV. I love that one. That's cool. Yeah, that's TV then. Wow. So we got movies and TV, Dan. Should we do albums or songs first? Well, let's do albums first. Okay. Cool. Uh, I, I I just listened I listened to less this year. I went through a lot of phases listening to old music this year. Mm-hmm. Like I went, I've been listening to that Talking Heads podcast. Well, sure. Talking Heads albums. I got. I went through a serious Ramones phase. Like whenever oh, I was yeah. making my album, uh, it was whenever No Dogs in Space, the punk podcast, yep. was covering the Ramones. 
I just listened to the Ramones almost exclusively while I was working on my album and while they were doing that. So huge Ramone fa- Ramones face became a huge fan. Yeah, of them. It's probably my girlfriend's favorite band of yeah, all time. They're they're yeah, awesome. They're and like, I had listened to them before and liked them, but just having the context of that show and realizing just how great they were at songwriting. Uh, just some fantastic. working class dudes, just really good at writing. It's pop punk hits. Yeah. And I'm not even saying it's pop punk. I'm just saying it's pop and it's punk. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it, it defies the genre. And uh, they're really sincere in a way that I did not understand. Yeah. Like not. I mean, I, I, it feels, I don't know, mean or rude. They're, they're kind of dumb guys. Hey, like, I don't want to get dumb. buried in the pet cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> like they're funny. And that that song is not the most sincere, but you know, but just, they were literally given the task of writing a song about pet cemetery. Uh-huh. And the thing that they came up with is, oh, I don't want to be buried there. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it's fantastic. This song's so catchy. It's incredible. Uh huh. Anyway, went through a huge Ramones phase. All right, so I I, I was able to narrow it down to five. And uh, the band Spanish Love Songs had a really great depressive punk album. That's like the one from this list that really fits my mo oh really you i haven't know. even heard of that one yeah they're great uh very sad very dark I, i've been more into it this winter than i was when it came out in the summer it's not exactly summer music it's just sure not not happy and not you know it's too sad for summer yeah uh illuminati hotties the uh the mixtape they put out or she put out free ih uh this is not the one you've been waiting for she had this big <laughs> dispute with her record label and made a deal where she made one more album should get out of her contract <laughs> And, I, I uh, love stuff like that. And uh, yeah, she just like made an album that trolled her record label. And it also <laughs> has uh, th- just some fantastic songs. Like she's just messing around with different genres and stuff. The first line, <laughs> the first line of the album, Dan, is let's smash to a podcast. Oh, Andy. <laughs> okay. I mean, you it's sold so me. I think you alluded to the first line before on the, on a main light episode. Oh, probably. But couldn't, couldn't say what it was. Um, Man, that's great. Brat, the Brat Pity P. Uh, the dude yep. from town. That's on uh, my uh, on mine as well on yeah. my list of runners uh, up. First one, it's, it's so, so good. good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really really good. good. Like not yeah. even just for local music. It's mm-hmm. it's just a great little oh, yeah. EP. And he and I like sat down and talked for three or four hours one night about music and how he put that put that together. Like oh, he yeah. just he 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 just DM'd the podcast to talk about it. It's like let's go hang out, and then we t- we talked around it for two months. Uh-huh. And then finally went and hung out. Yep. And it was really nice. Said and, uh, I purchased a cassette from him on- online. Told he, him he did not bring it. Yep. He, yep. he said instead of me bringing it, can I just take it and give it to Andy? And I said yes. And now I've just never received yep. it. Yep. So uh, would love to get that someday. A uh, couple Man. more, Dan. I haven't got to my favorite yet. Love the Phoebe Bridges album Punisher. That's my 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 jam. You know, I've talked about her before. She was my part of my favorite album of 2018, the Boy Genius album. Dan, the one I'm going to say is my favorite. This is the, really the only album that I've really strongly connected to. I just started listening to it like five days ago, and I've listened to it so much since then. Is it the same no, I highly, as what mine is? I highly doubt it. All right. Did you pick the band Country Westerns? No. No. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, mine's the band Country Westerns. It's like a mix of the replacements and early Wilco. Uh, it's like really strong side songwriting. It's like funny and heavy at the same time. Singer's got a real ragged voice. You know, I love that. Man, it's got a real punk sound, even though the songs and the playing are not not punk. It's not punk music. It's not really. It's not country or western either, despite the name. And sure. That's kind of what's funny about it. It's like really hi-fi recordings of raw performances, like a twang to the sound. The music constantly drives forward, and also feels kind of ambling at the same time. I don't know. Just really into it. Like what the songs are about. Like how they're about them. <laughs> like how they're about <laughs> it. 
Yeah. Anyway, I'm just deep into it right now, so that's what I'm going to pick as my favorite. Because I did not have any single album that just like whoa. This spoke to me like I did the previous couple of years. So yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I think mm-hmm. I, I had a couple albums that hit me pretty hard at the time that they yeah. came out, but nothing that like really rode the full year out. Uh, I, on my list here, I've got the oh, let's see. I also have that Brat Pitt EP. Very good stuff. Really liked the Fiona Apple album, although just kind of stopped listening to it after a while. I think something else hit my uh, sweet tooth at the time. Uh, The album, I'm trying to find out what the name of this album is, 925 by the band Sorry. Oh, that's Um, really good. Really good album. I I really like that a lot. Um, I found that on some like best of the year so far Mm -hmm. list back in uh, July or August, and I just really enjoyed that album for a while. The Car Seat Headrest album that came out earlier this year, uh, definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, you're like the only person that loves that album. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really, I, you know, I think it has it's weak fine. points on it, I, and I, I don't think it quite reaches the heights of the last one. Mm-hmm. That last one's just a, an all-timer, no, pretty I, much 10 like, out of 10. It, I love that you like you like it, and I'm glad you, you have that, but like, you are the only person I know that loves that album, and it's really interesting. Really? I, yeah, yeah I, th- I think that that pretty much start to finish. There's a couple skippers on there, but just fantastic. Dude's such a great songwriter. Mm-hmm. Also really loved Run the Jewels 4, yeah. although I didn't I didn't wear it out like I did yeah. the, the previous Run the Jewels albums, uh, although I, I, it's not my least favorite of the series. Uh-huh. It might be my second favorite. Um, really excited to kind of get back into that one and, and be it surprised plays really by well. it all over I revisited again. it like two weeks ago, and yeah, it, yeah, it's aged well. It's really, I mean, one of the songs on there is definitely in my favorite songs of the year. Uh, I think my runner-up this year going to be Visions of Bodies Being Burned by mm. Clipping. Yeah. Another album. Really great the moment it came out. The only problem with that one is it came out like on October 20th. Halloween was just around the bend. Got to give me some more time with these bad boys before Halloween hits. It's such a scary album. I I love that album, though. Uh, My favorite, also an album that just came out a couple weeks ago. Maybe it's just Proximity. I think it actually came out October 30th. Uh, May Our Chambers Be Full by Emma Ruth Rundle. Oh, it's really and good. Thou. Yeah, oh, I, I know I, it's really yeah, good. Yeah, that one's so good. <laughs> it's my favorite album yeah. of the year. Uh, oh my goodness. I uh, I think it's over the last decade or so, I definitely wouldn't characterize myself as like a big metal guy, but this year, something about this year uh-huh. kind of made me embrace metal a little more than I had. I, of course, you know, like noise rock and all that stuff, but a metal is it's a, just a specific breed of darkness uh that you know i'm getting really into deaf heaven recently really really into them and uh this i i've only heard a handful of thou albums that 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 emma ruth rundle and thou album shouldn't work like on on paper you describe it and it's wonderful it's It's so good insane it is just such a good like so heavy, yeah. so loud, well, so packed with sound, just, sludge. Just to give people context, you need to tell me a song to put in, but like, she's like a gothic folk singer, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. And they are a full-on metal band with with like high-pitched screaming and stuff. Oh, yeah. They, she She's harmonizing with like black metal mm-hmm. screams. Like it, it's so good. It, it really should not work, but it does. Also, Thou this year also released a Nirvana 
covers album yeah. earlier this year that I also just played a ton. I listened really to that, liked that album. Right, I listened to that like I listened to it while running because you told me one day before we recorded, mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, have you listened to this Thou, the Thou thing? And it made me want to listen to Nirvana. Like sure. that's the problem with a lot of I cover songs. Like I just want to listen to these the real songs. Yeah. Oh, well, speaking but. of that, actually, just last week the uh, uh, Deftones White Pony remix mm. album finally came out, and I also really enjoyed that one. But also kind of just makes yeah. me want to listen to those original yeah. versions. But you know, there's a couple tracks on there that are fantastic, particularly the Pink Maggot Square Pusher remix. Ooh, you know I I like music. <laughs> me too, Andy. <laughs> I really, good. really do. Like, uh, I hadn't thought about that, that thou and Emma Ruth Rundle until again, like again, I liked it, but I don't know. I got to be in the right mood for that kind of thing. Oh, I've listened and to it, it like five times this week. It started showing up on those lists. And I was like, I need to listen to this yeah. again. So I listened to it on the run. I was like, oh, this is really good stuff. Yeah, and it may be clouded by the fact that may, one of my favorite music publications rated it their favorite of the oh, year. Cool. Uh, Treble zine is, is real into thou and uh, I, but it, man, I, I don't know. Yeah. I think it'll have some staying power. I think it's a uh, sure. some pretty dark music I, for the dark time we're living in. I right really, now. I really loved it when I listened to it, but I didn't like find myself returning to yeah. it a lot. The five albums that I listed are the, are the ones from this year that I just listened to over and over and over and sure. over when they came out. So. Well, Andy, I like it a lot too. What are albums but <laughs> collections of songs? I do not think it can be argued. And did, actually, that's not true yeah. because. <laughs> that Mount Erie album, or is it microphones? Microphones. Actually, that's one of my other favorites. Forty-two, minute, really 42 like minute song, yep, or whatever. Just one single song. Oh, I proved you wrong. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, it 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 was a collection of song. song. <laughs> uh, Andy, what are your favorite songs from this year? Well, Dan, my absolute favorite song from this year already showed up in one of our mixes. That oh, really? uh, against all logic and Lydia Lunch. If you can't do it, good, do it hard. I mean, I've listened to it probably a hundred times. It rules. But since I already picked that, I'm going to pick another song. Um, I just listened to this song on repeat because it's not on an album. It's by the band Tiger's Jaw, hmm. which is like a whatever you want to call it, fifth or sixth wave emo band, I guess. Sure. They're not really emo. They're really melodic, and they do like a very pretty version of uh, just driving guitar rock. I know, I know. It's just like white guy guitar rock, mm-hmm. whatever is my whole deal, the punk thing. There's a woman in this band, Dan. <laughs> she sings on some yeah. of the songs. Uh-huh. I got really into this band because they opened. Uh, they were on tour with the Menzingers. I went and saw them, started listening to them because they were going to open the show and really fell in love with the band. I think I might like them even more than I love the Menzingers. Oh, the wow. Menzingers are one of my favorites, and Man, I wear the shirt all the time. I love that. I got a Tiger's Jaw shirt now, but uh doesn't fit real great. And also, the logos are so big on so many of these shirts, Dan. Hmm. Very particular. I like this one I've got on now, but like they take up like the whole shirt, whatever. I like Tiger's Jaw. The song is called Warn Me. Just a real melodic single. They've got a new album coming out next month, mm. and there is no... Uh, the song's not on it. And they work with this producer named Will Yip, who does a lot of a lot of punk music, stuff like that. He's got a real storied history. done a lot of cool work. And he got a drum sound on this song and on this album that is just unreal. I think that they have a new rhythm section this, this time, too. And um, I can't wait to hear it because this, this is some of the best sounding drums. I think Ooh, I'd love ever to hear heard. that. Yeah. It's bit, uh, did you have any runners up? Um, I'm sure that I do, but those are just the two that I wrote down. Sure. Well, I mean, speaking of good drums, really like uh, the Cloud Nothing single from a couple months ago. Am I something? Yeah. Uh, man, that guy has such an annoying voice. He's, but I, I like so, his voice. So I, I love that song. He, he's been okay. Like, I don't know. He's been grasping for straws as far as stuff to write about uh-huh. since like album three. Oh yeah, it's no, this just, one's pretty much treading the same territory. Am I something? Uh-huh. 
Am I something? You know that he is. Um, we, you and I saw. Uh, uh, what is that band? <laughs> we saw them together. Sadie Dupois is the singer. She just sat there. Yeah, Speedy uh, Ortiz. Speedy yeah. Ortiz. They're together. Like he, oh, really? she and she and that dude from Cloud Nothings. Yeah, are we together, almost saw really Cloud cool. Nothings that very year. If yeah. there had not been a tragic accident at the Mohawk True. down in Austin, Texas, we we would have seen them. Uh, uh-huh. The probably that very the, the next night. I wonder if that's when they met. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we introduce them to each other. You know, it's as apocryphal as my story about maybe walking by Kanye West at that very um, South by Southwest. <laughs> I'm still not unconvinced that I didn't. My song of the year. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Really like Never Look Back from RTJ4. Really like Deadlines Hostile from Car Seat Headrest's new album. I don't even know the name of. That's how much I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, really love Guilty Conscience from that 070 Shake album, which I've also been listening to a lot recently. Came out real early this year. Really enjoy that album. Sounds like a Travis Scott album, but with a, a, a lady singing real nice over sure. it, which is, is great because worst part about any Travis Scott <laughs> album is Travis Scott rapping. That's 100% for sure. Or maybe some of the features he gets. Probably Nav rapping. Uh, yeah, <laughs> not, not a I'm Nav, Nav fan. Uh, I'm Nav. But Guilty Conscience. I, I really love that song off of uh, that album. Enlacing by Clipping, the closer from... Their most recent album, I think, is my favorite clipping song. My favorite track of 2019 was uh, Nothing is Safe, the opener from the last clipping album. Uh Uh, But this new clipping song, which has surpassed that song for me, was surpassed itself by another song this year, not by clipping. Boris Godunov from... The More Mother and Mental Jewelry collaboration, More Jewelry, uh, just uh, some great noise rock from this year. Almost made it onto my playlist uh, this last week, but didn't. I hope the listeners enjoy hearing it. It reminds me of a really good Nirvana song. The only thing I wish is that it went on for two and a half minutes longer. It ends at two and a half minutes, and I could really just use more of it. You know what I'm going to do? What's that, Dan? I'm just going to throw the whole songs. I'm going to throw all four songs at the end of the episode. If oh, people want to check them great, out. that's great, Andy. Gonna I love make that. make my life a little bit easier. Please. For sure. So, first, you're going to hear a song by the Country Westerns. Mm-hmm. It's not the Country Westerns. It's just Country Westerns. Then, you're going to hear a song by... Emma Ruth Rundle and the band Thou. Then you're going to hear Warm Me by Tiger's Jaw. Then you're going to hear Boris Something by More Jewelry. Boris Godunov. And uh, I don't know about the language in any of these songs. I'm just going to put them on there. So be disclaimed. Mom and Dad, you don't need to listen to these. It's okay. Yeah. You're not going to like them anyway. I, I don't know. I think Tim would get a lot out of the sludge metal. <laughs> 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 that's about to happen. Cool. Well, cool. So that's 2020. That sure is. We wrapped it up. Last Tower Club of the Year. How does yeah. it feel? Yeah. I mean, feels okay. This is the year I'm, we started the Tower honestly, Club. Honestly, I'm probably going to miss just sitting around and t- talking. Yeah. They, these are these are really fun to do, uh-huh. especially when we get talking about music and movies. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I burned off my sneaking into movie stories. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I could remember some of the combinations because I did some pretty gnarly ones, I'm yeah. sure, to make it work. 
anyway, Dan, um, we got two more episodes left in the year. We, do. we have not. They're the only two we've yet to record. Mm-hmm. And then we got, uh, again, Tower Club, we're sorry. You're not going to get an official Tower Club episode on January 1st, but you will get some content. Mm-hmm. The uh, history of Pizza House. And then you're going to get Crystal Quaid like everybody else. And then we'll be back to the regular Tower Club schedule. That's right. Uh, third Friday of January. We have no idea what we're going to do. Actually, maybe we do. I don't know if you saw Dan, but like Dublin, Dubman's Dublin, Dublin, I did see this. Yeah. Finally got back Dublin's to us. Dubman's past did get to us. They have new owners and they've invited us to come and try the menu. I suspect these new owners did not hear the review of the old place. Doesn't seem that way. Yeah. Well, anyway. I, I'm excited for some free food. Doesn't happen very often. And I'm excited to put it here on the paid page. It's like we're getting paid double, Andy. Yeah. Free food for oh. paid content. I made a comment on the last episode about how we get $5,000 a year from <laughs> Tower Club. I meant to say a, a week or a month. Uh-huh. We do not get $5,000 a year from Tower Club. That oh, is yeah. not even close no. to being true. No. <laughs> but it like sounded in the realm of possibility. I was like, uh-oh, Th- that's believable. Yeah, no, um, we, I'd say in the overall venture, we make about negative $5,000 yeah, a year yeah. between the no, regular show and Tower Club. That's probably right. Oh, yeah. I think it's something like that, probably. Yeah. And there ain't nothing wrong with that, Andy. Maybe you got to pay for what you love. I'm just going to do some math real quick and see. Andy's let's just chalkboard say, out. Let's just say it's 52 weeks in the year. I'm going to say mm-hmm. conservatively that I spend $30 a week on food. That's not that much. That's 1560 But we've also um, <laughs> done ones where we've spent way more than $30. Yeah. I uh, mean, then let, let's not forget, uh, we started off the year with these Tower Club episodes where we would go to three yes. restaurants for one. <laughs> yeah, not sustainable. No. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I do appreciate it. I also appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> That's it.
taste of plastic It burns our mouths It's hard to speak It's hard to dream We no longer dream Don't know what it means Don't know what it means